Hello everyone and welcome to the latest installment of Real Talk with Razak, where talk goes to get real. Today we have to speak on the obvious platform of communication and marketing, social media of course. This has changed the face of how our modern society interacts, shops, sells, so obviously it affects the nature of business for artists and everybody in the creative area. Uh, but before we get into that, and since we're talking about social, mar- social media, I want to say, hey, don't forget to send your questions, comments, concerns to at RealTalkRozak, or you can hashtag RealTalkWithRozak. We want to hear from you. Let me get your questions, comments, concerns. You can send your hate mail, all that kind of good stuff. Let's get engaged out here. Haterade. Yeah. So, wait, wait. Let me introduce, <laughs> of course, the illustrious Bogo Jones. Oh, oh, well, thank you, sir. I greatly appreciate that. And I love talking about this topic, social media. Um, especially more than ever in history, we have faster access to more places, especially in terms of marketing. And it's highly important that we learn and adapt to the time, especially as artists, as small business owners, we right. have to be in the know. Right, right. And if you're anything like me, you remember pre-Facebook and even pre-MySpace. Friendster. Yeah, something. back when the DJ used to haul crates of, of albums around and visual artists just had to have bags and like carry paint. They were dreaming of painting without actual paint. Mm-hmm. You know, T-Pain was just a kid listening to Zap and Roger. Kid, <laughs> kids, y'all gonna have to look that up. Look at yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look up a little computer love if that's over your head. But yeah, there's just been so many changes. And as usual, people have these unwritten rules that we're just refusing or just not knowing to talk about. So here we go. We're about to talk about it. Yeah, no, I mean, again, small business owners, artists, I'm calling you small business owners because that's what you should have the mindset of. Um, But offering, you know, wondering about the ROI. So for those of you not in the know, return on investment, that ROI, right? So what is your return of investment on your social media? You know, if you aren't putting any money into it, it's your time, right? Right. So you want to see, is my Facebook page actually driving me sales? Is you know, is this all this tweeting? Is this really doing anything for my right. bottom line? You right. know, what uh, do I need to be on Pinterest? Do I need to be on Instagram? There's there's so many things floating out there. And a lot of people don't have purpose when they're doing. That's part of the issue. People don't have that that type of purpose. Like, why are you tweeting? Are you tweeting because you want more Twitter followers because you want to be a host? Or are you tweeting because you want more people to just follow because you get off on that? Or are you tweeting because you want people to know that you are an artist of whatever your craft is and they need to know that you're out there? You know, have a little bit of purpose and we've said it before, we'll probably say it a million more times, goes back to knowing your audience. Definitely. And it turns out, Razak, that uh, when it comes to e-commerce, when it comes to selling things, being okay. social actually does matter. Oh, really? Oh my goodness. That's a thing? That's it's a okay. thing. <laughs> it is a thing. It is a thing. So um, for those of you guys that aren't aware, um, you know, you can sell your work pretty much anywhere online, right? right. You got Etsy, you got things like that. Um, but Shopify is a really great store. You can, um, you know, it's kind of like an app that you can add to your own website if you have, you know, yeah. Squarespace, whatever the case might be. Um, but according to Shopify, Facebook actually dominates as a source of social traffic and sales. So nearly uh, two thirds, actually, of all social media visits to people's Shopify stores comes 
via Facebook. So, you know, you plug in your, your Shopify website on Facebook and that is just going to draw um, more traffic. Plus, yeah. uh, an average actually of 85% of all orders from social media come from Facebook. So that's really, really interesting. That uh, is a large, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised a large portion that. of that, I didn't right? Think that many people. And I see a lot of advertisements and I'm not even going to lie. I've bought a couple of shirts and it was through Shopify, but I had no idea that it was, you know, really dominating that much. I can't, I really kind of avoid malls and things like that. And people like to go to the mall, but a lot of us out here, we're, nobody wants to deal with traffic and parking and all these type of things. So if you want to buy knickknacks and doodads, of course people will want to buy art. They want to buy albums. They want to do all these different type of things. So that's, that's a natural progression. Yeah. And it's in terms of smart, uh, smartphone usage, so about 51% of people that are using smartphones are discovering new products, new companies. So everybody who's out there multitasking on these phones, they're finding you. That's what it should that's how you should listen to this. They're finding you out there. So don't feel like, oh my goodness, I'm not Target because the all these people, when have you seen somebody say, "Oh man, I want to go look up Target's Instagram." Oh, I want to look up Walmart's uh, Pinterest. No, they're, they're finding you. They're finding people that's in their area, people that have like interest. So you really want to get on to that. And just keeping in mind, throwing, while we're throwing out these stats, we have about 10 more years left on these smartphones before uh, the data showing that they'll be obsolete as we know them. Our, our, our current smartphones yeah. will be obsolete in about 10 years. So no, so the iPhone 7 I'm looking to no, get. It'll be, just... it'll be nice until... The summer, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just it's yeah. gonna a nice hold. Coaster. It's gonna be a bookend for me, or like well, a coaster. Yeah, you, that's good use of that. You could be like me. I'll do a little bit of upcycling, then resell that artwork oh. elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's how we're doing it. And no, I guess yeah. Google, remember Google Glasses? The I Google, do wanna, like I thought about that for so, a second. All right. The thing, I, I personally love Google Glasses, and a lot of people do, but the problem was with that, and this is scientifically proven, that if you wear Google Glasses, you will be single, because they're ugly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so take that bit of science. So. Yes. That's, I think that might have been was there. That, okay. yeah, yeah. Maybe if they could... If they could do like the Google contact lens, that might work a little better. I'm a little weary about putting... That's already in the works, actually. Yeah, I'm, and I'm so... still not too fond of wires in my eyes, but those Google glasses, I'm too single to sacrifice <laughs> that type of thing. I can't so, do it. So, no. Okay, so no to the Google glasses, no to but Google, yeah. meaning that uh, society obviously is progressing with the, the ways that we are reaching out to consumers, yeah. uh, and that also has to change because we are now a majority uh, mobile society. Yes. So yes. You're, you're having to get in line with these websites and things that thankfully are mobile driven, making it easier for consumers to, you know, again, find you, find yes. your brand, buy local. That's kind of, you know, what I think everybody yeah, nowadays really, yeah, steering, yes. steering that way, wanting to Which support, uh, pouring more, you know, commerce back into, you know, their own communities, into their, you know. Just to touch on it real quick, when I first came out here to California, there's this initiative, it's called the A-Lot Initiative out in Long Beach, where the city is just giving grants out for artists and groups and performers just to perform and do what they do in the various empty lots around the area. So it's just, a, there's a lot of different things going on in terms of that movement of local, everything from farms to workers, uh, even some of our political people are now talking about bringing jobs back. So that, that's definitely a movement that I'm hoping they 
stick to, to be honest. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's kind of, uh, I feel, you know, a little bit of the ethos here, right? Support local at global, that whole whole aspect. You know, we operate in so many different local markets and obviously want to bolster that, um, you know, want to bolster that, but we also have this, um, you know, large global outreach too. So I think it's, you know, all kind of goes hand in hand, but to, to kind of, you know, dive back into, again, being a mobile society um, and, and trying to take advantage of, of all those platforms, what's yeah. so great is that there are so many free platforms out yes, there for the, artists and my favorite business kind of owners. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But for small business owners to take advantage of, you know, right. uh, again, um, we mentioned Facebook, free, mm-hmm. Pinterest, Free. free Twitter, free, free. Instagram, free. I love Instagram. We love the gram. Hashtag would, love the gram. Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. Do all the things for the gram. Maybe not a guy named Graham because <laughs> guys named Graham. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But, that's, I mean, I don't know. That's the male thought know. name. That's yes. the male thought right yeah. there. No, but um, Instagram is one of our favorites, especially yeah. here, right? Being uh, an arts organization, right. uh, things that are, are visual, we love that kind of content. Um, but just, you know, you need to know how to use it correctly. And, and I think that there are just a little bit of little tweaks here and there. Um, for instance, I found this really interesting when doing research, um, and it makes sense, right? Posts tagged with another user um, or location have significantly higher engagement, right? Uh, engagement rates, right? So make sure you're sharing the wealth, um, and that's if you tag another user, that is 56% uh, more likely uh, to get engagement, and then 79% um, higher engagement rate on those photos, and that's huge. It, it really, it really sounds like it just makes a lot of sense. On even on the surface level, people within a community. They're engaged with each other. So if I'm working with an event and I'm tagging event spaces, of course they're getting engaged with it. Or to the to the other way, event spaces they start tagging uh, people that do events. Of course, being the somewhat narcissistic society that we are, <laughs> we're instantly going to repost because somebody spoke about us. I need to tell somebody else that they spoke right. about us. So the same thing happened with you. If you're making different types of artwork and then you tag something that's in a similar realm. They'll get excited about that, and they'll share that with people. But it's today's word. It's today's word of mouth. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Oral tradition. But you have these people that are doing a lot of tagging. One of my favorites. We've all had it. You open up your Facebook, and you are tagged with ninety-nine other users oh for this guy who's thirty-nine years old, and he's coming out with another rap album, still trying to make it. <laughs> like that's that kind of stuff. You could be, literally, you could be one of my very close relatives. I will block you oh. really quick, and I'll even text you to let you know that you're blocked and why you're <laughs> blocked. Don't ask. Yes. So, tag wisely, I tag guess we're saying, wisely. right? Tag, tag wisely. Very, even down, and we've all seen it, a nice young lady that we know. Sometimes a male usually seems to be a young lady, at least within my own observations. And they post a nice picture. Maybe they was at the club or at the beach or whatever. Now they get a bunch of likes. The next day, for booking call. (laughs) For booking? I'm sorry. If you're not a professional model, if you've never been paid. Just period. Just don't. So... Instagram account does not a model no, make. No. That's what we were that saying. That is not. That we, is not. Okay. No, if y'all know the history of it and how Naomi Campbell had to scratch and scrape to get where she's at, and nowadays these people are on covers for things 
not necessarily as big, but thinking that they made it that big, you need to know your history. Ooh, and another one is when you're tagging me on certain stuff that don't pertain to me in terms of like, I've been tagged on panty draws. Panties? I don't, I don't uh, know what you heard. But I, I don't wear panties. Maybe I mean, it was your Google search. It was, did, <laughs> did, incognito did mode. You, <laughs> okay, so maybe, maybe there's a little something to that one. Yeah. But I guess what we're saying is don't tag me in something if this, it no, really doesn't yeah. apply to me. You Tagging, know? I, I would love to tag jay-z and everything i post mm. but i'm pretty certain he's, he's not, not gonna yeah he doesn't no. really care whoever's running maybe his social he's media coming now. out with a new panty line and he's that well, that I, was oh who Lord. i'm a, yeah i'm tagging jay-z <laughs> my, i'm coming out with a panty line featuring jay-z yeah. you heard it here first i mean you know maybe maybe you never know but that's that's really good information i think to to be able to to be able to you know kind of take home and and really remedy that. And I think other sites, again, you know, talking about free, we're, we're big on Twitter, I think for, especially for this podcast, mm-hmm. um, I think it really creates some great engagement with our audience, making sure that you can, you know, use that hashtag to ask us any questions that are coming your way. And, and I think a lot of, uh, you know, different organizations are doing that as well. Yeah. So use what you know, use what's already out there. Um, again, using sites to, to sell your, you know, your work, we're talking about Etsy, you know, Redbubble, Society6. There's a lot of different uh, things out there, including actually Pinterest, which is really crazy. Um, I, I was really curious to find out some, you know, obviously impulse buying, right? Yeah. Nothing yeah. new there, right? We've, we've all been at the grocery store, at the convenience store. You find the gum, the chicles, or yeah, the you know, Starburst, or M&Ms yeah, whatever is your, oh, which kind of M&M's? Peanut. Crisp peanut packs. They had to be the crisp back when they had crisp. Okay, but now it's just peanut. Just regular peanut. So yeah. mine's the peanut butter. Oh, peanut butter. Oh, so you fancy, huh? Yeah, yeah. You gotta. You can't have the actual nut. You just gotta have it. Yeah, broken down. So whatever your, you know, whatever your choice. Um, that's you know. Again, the reason why you see odd items like pots and pans positioned near a bakery aisle at the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is this all actually leads back to social commerce. And Pinterest kind of, you know, got in on on the bottom floor on this. They actually have this buy now button, um, and it has the ability to reach as many as two million targeted users, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah, um, and considering that ninety three percent of Pinterest users plan purchases based upon the pins that they view on this site, it's you know it's easy to understand just how powerful powerful a tool uh you know an impulse buy button can be so, so wait, let me just make sure i got this right yeah so, so the way pinterest is working is about 93 percent of the people are planning their purchases mm-hmm. and out of that they're still spending almost 60 dollars worth of impulse buys right just because of that layout yeah oh wow they impulse buy up to 60 dollars oh. worth of okay. um of stuff so yeah it's pretty crazy and and yeah for those not yeah. Too familiar with Pinterest. Essentially, uh, it started out as like a mood board kind of thing. You're okay. looking to redecorate, redecorate a room, uh-huh. so you're pulling inspiration from all these other, yeah. you know, yeah. things. And and that's kind of again along the same lines as you know, oh, I'm a I'm a fashionista. I'm going to create this yeah. look. Okay, you it's, know what I it's mean. It's not about followers or anything like that. 
Uh, I mean, you can follow other boards and people like so that, you but know it's what not to put on your board. right. Okay. But it's not like Instagram where it's like the more following you have, the more okay. reach you're going to have, et cetera, et cetera. And even and and even with this e-commerce, I know we're talking about some of these larger things like Shopify and all these type of things, but you have to remember that there are smaller startups in there as well. And you want to be available on that larger platform, but don't be afraid to get in on the ground floor of these smaller ones. We have things like Boxed and Porch and Hired and Zumperfy, uh, which is kind of essentially a Craigslist, like a new Craigslist, Hmm. um, I'm assuming without the murders. Yeah, Um, (laughs) fingers crossed. (laughs) But yeah, so you want to get on on these type of things because when they blow up, I'll, I'll say it like this. Imagine if you was the first person to ever get on Instagram, you know, uh, a picture where your account would be then. No, so yeah. if you just opened up Real Talk with Instagram, <laughs> and you're the first person on that selling your things like you, you kind of want to don't be afraid to get on the ground floor of those things while still taking advantage of those larger platforms. Right. Definitely. You have to cover all the bases. Right. Exactly. Which which I think kind of plays into uh, a little bit that, that I wanted to bring up is talking about like. You know, essentially, these stores are somewhat of a, it's your digital footprint, right? It's your your digital online portfolio. So I, I think that there's a difference between an artist that's wanting to sell their work and then an artist yeah. that's wanting to sell themselves, yes. right? They're, yes. You're a graphic designer, and while you do all these cool posters for like shows and yeah. you know film festivals and stuff that you know you can sell prints of that, you as a as a graphic designer want to be hired for a, work, you know? And, and even back to the first thing that I said at the top of the program, there was a time where a portfolio was this huge notebook and you had to either carry it around or set up a an appointment and you bring it to them. But now having these digital portfolios, you can keep it on your phone. You never know who you might meet, who, what, where, when, why. You can whip it out. You show them, oh, these, these, super, these are the type of things I have. I can send you these links. And it's not just so, uh, it's not so I hate to use the term barbaric, or but it's just that old sense of I have to lug this thing around. What if my right. papers fly everywhere? Yeah. I'm kind of picturing like those movies and things. Yeah, no, my thought process immediately went to uh, Felicity. I don't know if any of you guys out there used to watch Felicity, but remember she was like, thought she wanted to be a doctor, but then she actually wanted to be an art <laughs> student. Then she chopped off all her hair and she was just like running around New York yeah. City with her like with her for huge, her, for her, her huge like, with yeah. the cylinders and all of that yeah and like the huge yeah. zipper thing I was, I was more of a Dawson's Creek well, kind of guy I mean I was on the I was I, all over I, the WB I related to Pacey me and Pacey yeah so you <laughs> wanted Joey to wind up Joey was supposed to come on yes I'm so, I was so confused by that like you, see that's how you don't know Pacey was my spirit animal yeah but we'll that's, we'll leave okay. that for a different program that's, yeah, that's a different topic but I, hashtag real talk with Rosic if you were a, a Dawson or a yeah, or a let Casey me know. Fan. I want to I want to hear from we, all we, the Dawson Creek. Yeah, we we need to know Dawson's this. Creek or Felicity. Tell us. Yes. But so we have a couple of different things that I was thinking about in terms of uh, when you have these portfolios. You have your Behance out there, which I'm a huge fan of Behance for visual artists, graphic site. designers. I even know a few uh, professors at various schools. They force their students to turn in their work by posting it on their Behance. So this way, by the time they graduate, boom, digital portfolio already made. Students didn't even realize how much work they had until senior year when it's like, oh wow, I actually have a body of work to go out there and nail the job for us with. I go just freelance and kill it because I have this thing right here that I've been working on for two and three and four years already. So you just gotta keep those things in mind. And for for our musicians, 
if one more person offered me a CD, listen, <laughs> don't. First off, I don't think I have a CD player in my I car anymore. No. Did they get rid of those? I mean, they're out there somewhere, I'm assuming. But yeah. stop trying to sell me. I don't know. You're trying to sell me a CD. You, you're, I'm, your career's going to go the way of the CD. <laughs> they have these drop cards. Just heads up. They have these drop cards. And you can do like a single on it for 99 cents. So when that person purchases it, that drop card from you, now they can download your single off of iTunes. Or you can put your whole album on there for twelve ninety nine, whatever you want to do. Oh, wow. Yeah, so this way, you know how many more people will buy that song for you from 99 cents versus buying your whole CD, which might not even Whoa, be good, yeah. for $10. And then I got to find a CD player. I'm more likely to buy a tape right now than a CD. Oh, dang. That, that's taking it back. Yes, I would much rather have a tape. Well, no, but I mean, again, agreed, you know, kind of what this whole conversation has been geared towards, right, is like knowing your audience, the digital age, exactly. how best to market yourself. Um, the, this is all the way that, you know, especially you're right, like in the music world, how, mm -hmm. how that's gearing. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I can't tell you the last time uh, I listen to a CD, I do all of my music on Spotify, uh, yeah, on Spotify or SoundCloud. Yes, that is that's because you're a resident of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, thank you. I was I was wondering that Which actually. Is, that's that's kind of a pet peeve of mine with these with these with the artists nowadays, especially because of social media. It's so easy to see that hot thing as it's becoming hot that people start to emulate it, forgetting that music was a place where until you had your own sound, until you made your own lane, until you broke the mold, you wasn't going to be out there because nobody wanted it. And we're starting to close that mind up a little bit, and we're just starting to do those same things. Oh, he sound like that, so I want to sound like that. It's 30 rappers that sound like Future Amigos, and some of them songs be riding. I'm not going to act like I don't listen to them, but that don't make it anything I'm proud of. I wouldn't tell right. you what songs go <laughs> Well, and I'm sure, again, if you think in terms of, right, looking at the progression of where things are going as an artist, as a small business mm -hmm. owner, um, you know, maybe the cost, you don't know about things like drop cards, and maybe the cost is a little bit more expensive, but feel like something like that would be of much more use it's to the consumer, the right? R the ROI, that's right. a return in your investment. Definitely. And just... I don't care who you are or what you're doing. I'm going to continue with the same example. A guy in the gas station, because that's usually where I'm offered CDs, <laughs> offers offer you his CD, new hot CD, five bucks. Or they offer you their new hot single for a dollar. Which one are you going to take? Just that simple. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. What gas stations are you going to? <laughs> I mean, well, if I live in South Central, everybody. I don't know if y'all know this, but it's the hood, and everybody got a CD for sale. Really? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes they're good. Yeah? yeah? All right. Well, maybe next time you just have to bring them in, and we'll... I got a we'll stack go, of them. We'll go through, we'll go through them. Well, I, I definitely think it's, it's something to say, be said. You know, um, make sure you're, you're putting yourself out there. Again, you know, I talked about SoundCloud. There's Bandcamp, uh, Reverb Nation, Sonic Bids, all these places that, A, you can put your music out on, but, B, you can put yourself as a musician to get gigs, right. you know, to yeah. monetize off of that. So yeah. all these different places, you want to have your name out there in as many, uh, you know, as many platforms as you possibly can. Um, it's just, it's super important. And all of this, um, can be made super easy. Um, again, social media posting, right? Yeah. It is really important. But you gotta, uh, a big thing is scheduling those out. Uh, I'm not the most avid 
social media poster. I'm not every, 20 posts a day on all these different things. I have a post on Monday on Facebook, maybe a post on Friday on Instagram, but I just schedule a few out. I'm making sure every platform doesn't show the exact same thing because why am I going to follow somebody on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and whoever else when they all of the same selfie. I'm instantly going to cut some of those out. So maybe put one out on this day over here and put another one out one day over there. You really got to think about these things, not just mindlessly aiming for that next like, not realizing that you're actually hindering yourself. Right. Yeah. I mean, being smart about what you're putting out there. Again, we've talked about this before, not just posting for posting's sake. Um, so I think that that's, you know, definitely something that should be done. And, and speaking of scheduling, I think we're going to schedule a break right now. Yeah. So give us just yeah. a, a few minutes and we're going to yeah. come back and talk we'll about a, a little bit more uh, on branding and marketing and, and your business. Remember, hashtag Real Talk with Razek or hit us up on Twitter at Real Talk Razek. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is the second half of Real Talk with Razek. Of course, I'm Razek. I'm here with the illustrious Bogo Jones. I love when he says that, guys. <laughs> love it. But, yeah, just, just if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about social media, marketing, in terms of how is that working in the business of what it is we do in this creative community. What's well, some of the do's, the don'ts, the good, the bad, and some of the things that are just outright silly. I'm going to go ahead and say it again. Like selling me some CDs at the gas station. <laughs> I don't want CDs at the gas no, station anymore. No CD gas stations. Um, what's really funny is, so I started um, helping out my, my best friend with her social media. Unfortunately, she is a um, not very good at social media, okay. but she is an impeccable permanent makeup artist. Oh, sweet. So, you know, you, you have your thing, and, and that's great. So she asked me to help her out. Um, and so I started compiling some things for her. And the first was, I said, hey, do you have uh, email addresses of all your clients? I said, it'd be great if you created a, yeah. an email list so you could email them, um, you know, important updates about what's going on with, you know, your business, uh, everything like that. And she was like, oh, uh, I, you know, I don't. Oh, wow. Have them all like in one place. They're she was like, nice. I have them here and there. They're kind of scattered. And I was oh, like, goodness. girl, you're lucky. Scattered I about. love you. Get that together because you need to have an email list. Uh, according to the Direct Marketing Association, for every dollar you spend uh, on an email, you'll get $38 in return. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, how 91% of adults in the act, you know, are receiving promotional emails from brands they support. Yeah. So, you know, I know I definitely, you know, some is spam, some things I'm like, oh, I, why did I yeah. sign up for this? But like the majority of the time, if I'm putting my name on an email list, I genuinely want to find out about that brand. Yeah. And I want to have updates. And I, of course, like us all, we've unsubscribed to some things here and there because you was just trying to make that one-time purchase. But there are quite a few things that I'm, I'll get it and I'll forward it to my other email address because I want to make sure I see it again when I'm handling something else. So I, I, I see how that I did not know those facts, but yeah, I totally see how that's factual. Yeah, that that makes a, a big deal to have an email on this. And you want to keep in contact with people that have taken the time to give you their email address. That means you want to let them know where, where you're going to be next, what you're doing, how things are going, like the ups, downs. Well, maybe not the downs. Maybe just the ups. <laughs> yeah, we, we just, hopefully, we, we just want the ups in, yeah. in this aspect. But, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, 
again, everybody kind of has some form of, of social media in one aspect or another. Um, actually, 48% of Americans have interacted with companies or institutions on at least one social media platform. So you want to be one of those ones, right? So it's probably best to kind of have all your bases covered. Make sure you're in, you know, on all of the more pertinent, pertinent highfalutin ones. But again, like we talked about earlier uh, in the episode, you want to make sure that you even have those small niche underground platforms that you're on especially if it pertains to um you know your genre what what you're doing your small business especially if it applies to that and almost half i want to say in the 40s uh, 40 something percent uh they're really people are, are everybody's really saying that it's important to them that whatever it is that they're engaging in has a good social media presence people what and at first level you see like hey Good. I want to have a social media uh, account that's doing well, but you need to look on the other side, which means that if you do not have that, that's a displeaser, and mm-hmm. now you're going to lose people. So, of course, it may seem like it's good to have it, but if you're not having it, if you're not doing it right, why do it at all? That's one of the oldest saying in the books. So, don't lose up to forty percent of the people that would have been there just because you didn't have uh, proper social media. That doesn't mean that you had to hire the most expensive company to do it that just means keeping up with it making sure making sure it's not a bunch of selfies if it's your art account don't post pictures of the baby i mean true enough we love your child just as much as you do but (laughs) But maybe this isn't the account maybe make a separate one for that right you have to keep it separate right you got to kind of have those those two things separate um a well curated page for sure uh, this is something kind of separate, uh, but I was talking with a girlfriend of mine the other day. Uh, she just started dating this guy, okay. and she was like, "Yeah, he's not on social media. He's not blah." And I was Ooh. like, "Oh, well." And I oh, was like, wait. "Does he? Does he?" She's like, "Yeah, he doesn't even have Facebook." Yeah, that means he's a murderer, right? <laughs> right? That's, I automatically assume that you are the Craigslist killer. At I that mean, point. like, I, I'm not trying to like. Good for you if you can be in a life and a world where you don't. Uh, involve yourself in social media and I'm not saying that one has to be consumed by it right I I can appreciate you know there are several articles coming out these days where it's like your online persona is not who you are you know you see those couples where they're like oh we're in love we're so in love and it's like girl you just told me how like (laughs) he is like the worst and you just got in a huge fight and like blah 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 but you're posting like oh he was great because he did the dishes it's like no yeah you know what and and it's true that a lot of people do that, even myself, because uh, at one point, I, I love it. My family and my friends are like, oh, my God, we're so proud of you. And then my bank account was just like, no. So <laughs> you totally live in it. L.A. <laughs> and that's about I'm here to tell you. Well, anyhow, I just thought that that was interesting. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't murder my friend. But, no. you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll, yeah, it's, we'll it's take hard it from to, there. It's hard to not stay... Uh, it's hard to stay connected with people and not have any social media. Right. Especially, I actually got a phone call through Facebook the other day. I didn't even know what to do. I didn't. I just, <laughs> I just looked at my phone. I didn't even. I was like, "What? You can like, you can do, you that, do now? that? Yeah. It's it's actually it's it's really crazy. You can do all sorts of things. But you know, to kind of tie back in is like we were talking about having those like having separate accounts, having that curated uh, account, you know, visual content is more than 40 times likely to get shared on social media than, you know, other types of content. So let's make sure those photos are looking good. You're putting out engaging content, right? Um, You know, and it it really boils down to when you are in the business of sales, it's important that you are willing to sell. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it just 
It's just that simple. You have to actively engage. Yes, there are people that are very artistic, very creative, and very introvert, very recluse, and they make it. We all can't strive to be that person that does nothing and receives everything. That's a, a big common factor, especially in our large mobile society where information just flying around and people just happen to make a video and now they're famous. So a lot of people are just like, oh, I just want to do my thing and then wait for the world to discover me. No, make us discover you because it's, it's a lot of people out there doing art and they're working to get it. You got to work to get it as well. There's more than enough to go around. So I'm Definitely. not saying that. Definitely. I'm not saying that by not trying means you'll never make it, or that that other person is going to take your shine. But in order to take that shine that belongs to you, that is rightfully yours, you got to go out there and get it, and let that other person that's going out there to get theirs, they're getting theirs as well. I'm sure going to get mine, and that's just how it is. No, hands down. And and I think a number one, and I'm learning this myself. Uh, number one, you know, key to helping make that happen is networking. Yes. And whether that's in-person networking or networking through Instagram mm -hmm. or networking through Facebook or networking through any of these free platforms. Yes. Again, yes. Um, it, it's it's definitely important. But you know, if you aren't the type to want to go out and and physically meet people, like at one of our events. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? what? But. How many people have you seen that are just, they're just waiting to be saved? It's like uh, the pretty woman syndrome. Oh. And, and definitely not just women. It's mostly, I've seen mostly guys falling for this. They're just sitting around waiting to be scooped up and given that million dollar deal. And now I've made it. Right. And all these examples of the people that have made it, that goes back to what you said. That persona that they put out there was that, oh man, I was just cool and I made it. No. They work their behind and off. Yeah. Beyonce works. You know, that's one of my favorite references is her. She <laughs> works hard. We love the bay. Yeah. So do. you got to get there and do, do a little work, roll up your sleeves. Sometimes you're in a not best position and you're going to laugh about it later. It's going to be so much more rewarding later on because of that. No, just you, you got to be in it to win it. And, and these are definitely some of the things that... Um, can help you get there. So again, just remember if there's anything you guys are taking away um, from this is make sure you're, you're putting yourself out there in the best light possible. Yes. Make sure you're taking advantage of all those free platforms, um, everything like that. And, and again, um, just making sure that you, know, you make your consumers and your database and your sphere of influence in the know. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping that everybody listened to this. Of course, we'll make some jokes and we got some serious points. But I want to hear what you got to think. Hit me up on Twitter. Real talk, Real talk Razak. Yep. I, I want to hear what you got to say. Did I hit the nail on the head? Do you think I'm the dumbest guy this side of Mississippi? <laughs> Whatever it is, let me know. Hashtag Real Talk with Razak. Again, we do want to know your thoughts. We want to know what should we be talking about on our next episode. Yeah. We want to know that too. So, so if you want to give the next topic... Feel free. Hashtag Real Talk with Razak. You can tweet me right at Real Talk Razak. Thanks, guys, for coming to check us out, and we'll be back soon.